gorgeous, and welcome to Relentless. My goal for this podcast is to help you master yourself, mind, body, and soul, and relentlessly get after your dreams. Let's get our announcements out of the way. I am gifting free hour-long deep coaching experiences to a few lucky ladies. Here are the details. All right, who is it for? Again, it's for my highly driven and ambitious women out there looking to supercharge their 2024. These are completely complimentary virtual. We're going to get on Zoom and we're going to reflect. I'm going to help you reflect on the past eight months and co-create a plan with you to end your year strong. That's it. One hour, you me, one life-changing conversation. I only have a few spots left. And those spots are going to be happening next week. So this episode drops tomorrow, September. Okay, I'm looking at my calendar, September 7. And I have a few spots for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So Monday the 11th, Tuesday the 12th, and Wednesday the 13th, okay? Three spots. So this is on a first-come, first-served basis, and I'm announcing this (laughs) in a few different platforms. So on my podcast, on my Instagram, on other socials. So first-come, first-served, and all you have to do if you want to see if there are any spots available is message me on Instagram and tell me one goal that you want to accomplish before the year is over, and I will send you my calendar, or we can we can talk about it, and if there are any spots, then I'd be, I'd be glad to help you out, okay? Easy peasy, right? Woo, it is 3.07 in the afternoon. I just poured myself my second cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I hope you're feeling good. Okay, my loves, let's get into it. Episode 26, Daily Habits to Change Your Life. Daily Habits to Change Your Life. And I will weave our resource slash tool of the week into the episode. Okay, for our purposes, I'm going to assume that you already do the fundamentals. You eat well exercise, get get good quality sleep, drink water, get sunshine, and nurture your relationships every day. If you don't have those on lock, I suggest that you work on those first because those are the fundamentals of your wellness, your happiness, your overall success. So work on those, then incorporate these habits I'm about to share with you. These habits will not only improve your life, they will change your life. Pay attention. (laughs) All right. I'm feeling good. It's almost fall. So the seasons are about to change again. And it's almost 2024. So this is a time, a perfect time, the perfect time to make a significant change in your life. Okay. Daily habit number one, read books. Read books, not articles, not magazines, not people's work on social media, books. Books. And I also recommend a paper copy, a physical copy, not an audiobook. I know some people prefer to listen to audiobooks, and that's fine, but here's why I recommend a physical copy. 
When I'm touching someone's work, I feel in such close proximity to the author when I have their book in my hands. It's like I'm in the room with them and we're having a conversation. They're teaching me. It's a very intimate relationship. So touch the pages, the words, smell the book. You are holding someone's entire story presumably, in your hands. And you don't get that kind of experience when you are listening, I feel in my experience, when you're listening to an audiobook or you're consuming their work in some other way. Okay, so get a physical copy. My next recommendation when it comes to reading is to read slowly. Reading is not a race. You don't need to let people know that you read 12 books last year and post it on social media. Who cares? (laughs) It doesn't matter. Reading is for you. Okay? Digest what you read. Pause. Ponder. Write on the pages. Circle passages. Highlight what stood out for you. And you can't do all of that if you're speed reading. Slow it down. Really try to understand where is the author coming from? What could be happening in their lives, in their minds, as they were writing those words? Read slowly. All right, one more on reading is dare to be different. Dare to be different. What do I mean? And actually, this is our resource slash tool for the week, which is neither a resource nor a tool, (laughs) but a mantra. Dare to be different. Do not read what everyone else is reading, because if you do, you're going to think how everyone else thinks. It's like watching a movie as soon as it comes out. Everybody starts talking about it. When a new trend comes out, everybody hops on the wagon and we lose our diversity in how we think, how we feel, how we behave. Dare to be different. So when it comes to books, dare to be different. There are a lot of great books out there and there are only a few areas of life where you absolutely need to know the most up-to-date version, like tech, for example. But if you want to get to the truths of life, read books that are at least 50 years old, at least 50 to 100, if not more but at least 50. Truth is not new. It is timeless. The thing about most people is they want to be given a prescription. They read books because they want to know the five steps to do this. So they want to know step one, do this. Step two, do that. You need to read books that talk about principles and foundational truths so you can stretch your thinking and you can learn to think for yourself. People have so many opinions, but it's hardly their opinions. It's based on what they see and hear in the media, what's trending. But when you can think for yourself, you're not going to be easily swayed by people's opinions. You think more intelligently. You get to challenge your own biases, your own beliefs, other people's biases, and their beliefs. The book that I'm reading right now is over a thousand years old. Again, truth is not new. So why not learn from the greats. Okay. Daily habit number two, write. Get into the habit of writing. When people tell me they don't know what to write about, here's what I say. 
We don't write because we have something to say. We write to find out what we have to say. It's something I learned from another writer, another creator, Austin Cleon. Again, we don't write because we have something to say. We write to find out what we have to say. And Julia Cameron said something to the effect of, writing isn't so much getting things down, but thinking things up. Let me repeat. Writing isn't so much getting things down, but thinking things up. It's so true. You have to think to write and vice versa. When I think of a caption for a post, I sit down and let the words come to me. I take my time, especially when my caption is particularly long. (laughs) Some of my captions on Instagram, for example, are very long. You best believe I spent 20 to 45 minutes thinking, writing, editing, and refining that one post. One form of writing that you can do is journaling. When you write, you get to organize your thoughts, understand them, and observe patterns. When you're feeling blue, one of the best things you can do for yourself is write. You get to release your negative thoughts and emotions on paper. Lock them all up on paper instead of having your negative thoughts swirling around in your head, get them out of there and lock them away on paper, out into the abyss, goodbye. <laughs> and you don't even have to act on them. Sometimes you do, depends on what you, what you want to do, what, what your goals are, but sometimes just getting your ideas, your, your negative thoughts especially, out from your brain and dump it all on paper. I write every day. And I journal almost every day. I just write freely. Sometimes my goals come up, my dreams, lyrics have surfaced on the paper. I've created poems. Sometimes I write about my fears and worries. It's all on there. Here's the best part. I always emerge brand new and ready to take on the world. Once I've gotten my thoughts down on paper, I feel like I've solved my problems. I feel like I've arrived at the solution that I'm looking for. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that you make writing a daily habit. Here's an easy one if you want to start small. I keep a stack of posts, post-its, post-its on my desk and I'm always writing things down. It could be um, maybe some words that are like new words that I learn or my schedule for the day, or maybe some content ideas that I want to flush out, I'm oh, I always write them down because if I don't, they're going to be gone in two seconds. Okay? Did you know we have about 60,000 thoughts a day? 60,000 60, thoughts a day. That's a lot of thoughts. If you're just thinking about your whole life, and not writing them down, you are missing out on some very, very good opportunities out there. Okay? So let's review. Daily habit one is to read and more specifically books. Daily habit number two is to write. Daily habit number three, can you guess what it is? Think. This is a very underrated habit. No one teaches you to make thinking a habit. No one teaches you how to think. 
So let's talk about it. <laughs> Most people think about their to-dos. Oh, what time is it? I got to get to my next meeting. Got to get to the grocery store. I got to pick up the kids. It's always about our to-dos. That's not what I mean when I, when I say think. You want to be very intentional about how you think, where you think, what you think about, so that you can use it to your advantage. Focus thinking is the greatest tool of all. Set aside, set aside time to think and capture your ideas. For me, my thinking place, one of my main ones, at least at home, I think in my dining room. I sit down, think, and write. Today, for example, I thought and wrote down what do I want to publish and where? There are so many different platforms and they work differently. So I sat down and organized my thoughts and now I have a plan of action. Sometimes I think about and write down, okay, what do I want to create next? Whenever possible, write your ideas down. You don't have to act on all your ideas. That would be impossible and ideas are not equal, right? You don't have to act on all of them. Maybe you end up picking one and you work on that for a few months or maybe years, but at least they are all in one place. You should also devote some very precious time thinking to solve your problems. Solve your problems. That is your responsibility to solve your own problems, okay? For me, this happened, or I do, I do this when, okay, let me, let me back up. Sometimes I solve my problems by, again, writing, which is usually in the morning when I write on my morning pages. So I'm combining thinking and writing, Sometimes I'm doing chores and thinking, but I'm by myself. There's no one else there. It's just me and I'm doing something and thinking. And for example, sometimes I wash dishes while I'm thinking. Sometimes I fold clothes while I'm thinking. Maybe I'm walking on the beach and I'm processing my thoughts. I'm assessing the situation, processing what's going on and processing my emotions. So I'm thinking, I'm deep in my thought. I'm asking questions in my own mind. I'm processing how I'm feeling. I'm trying to sift and sort and sift and sort what's going on and trying to understand everything from all, all, per, all, per, all perspectives, especially if other people are involved. So I try to reserve judgment and I just try to see things from this person's point of view and my point of view, or it could be just different angles. How can I look at this thing differently? So I'm playing around with the idea. I'm playing around with the problem. I'm playing around with the challenge and trying to come up with solutions. That's the bottom line. You think to solve your problems. And you need to train yourself to rely on yourself. It's about self-reliance. And yes, it is absolutely okay to ask for help. Absolutely. That's what we're here for, for social support. But if you're always running to people for help or to talk it out with them, 
you will never master yourself. This podcast, one of our main goals is to teach you to master yourself. This is why it's called self-mastery, right? It's just you and your thoughts. There's no one else. And sometimes, even if you're in a room with people, you can feel very, very alone. But if you can learn to master your thoughts, if you can learn to solve your own problems with or without people there, then you know you will always be okay because you can always depend on yourself. So train yourself to rely on yourself by solving your own problems. How do you do that? Again, use your precious mind, your big, beautiful mind, because there's a, there's a lot in there. You have untapped resources and you want to unlock those resources. Turn every stone. All right, my loves, let's recap. Three habits to change your life. Read books, get a physical copy whenever possible, and look for books that are at least 50 years old. Number two, write. So you can organize your thoughts, understand your thoughts, understand yourself, understand what could be happening to other people. And observe patterns. Observe patterns. Again, you want to be able to really look at the situation from an objective place and then go from there. Number three is think. Create a thinking place and go there to evaluate your life. Generate ideas and plan for the future and bring something with you to capture your ideas. It could be your computer, it could be a notebook, a journal, but something to really capture everything. Okay, my loves, that is all for today. Follow me on Instagram and leave a comment on this episode's post. What has been one life-changing habit for you. Share it with me, share it with the group, and let's talk about it. All right, my love, make it a great day. Until next time, bye.